the final tonight. And the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. Watchman into the right field. Down the line. A fair ball. Adley will turn first. Head for second. He's going to turn second. Go for third. Watchman into third base standing. An extra base hit. His first hit in the major leagues. Welcome to the... Patrick Moran alongside Brandon Cunningham and we are bringing to you today the Detroit Tigers this is not a great episode because it's not really that good of a team but you know hey we're here uh we honor the series and you know we did with the Yankees we didn't like the Yankees episode we're not really gonna like this Tigers episode um but if you do enjoy this podcast please consider following us on whatever platform you follow us on Spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and others um, you know, leave a rating if you can, five stars, really help us out. Uh, download episodes, lets us know how well we're doing, um, with, you know, with the with team series. Great that we're winding down um, with these teams. You know, not a lot to go because we've literally been doing this for a year. But, you know, it's, you know, we're, we're, we're doing well with this series. So, you know, end of the line. Uh, I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I know I did. I'm thankful for a lot of things. And, you know, Thanksgiving is always a great time of year to realize how much you do have uh, in life and to just be thankful for everything you have. Uh, and also, cop merchandise down in the description below. We got hoodies, we got t shirts, we got tote bags, notebooks, mugs, uh, and face masks. And, you know, all those things are in our store. So if you want to pick something up, represent your favorite podcast out there. Go to our description uh, down below and cop it. All right, so today, twist, I will be starting the episode. Um, we got Eric Haas up here today uh, in 323 at-bats, 254 average, 14 homers, 44 RBIs, no stolen bases, and a 748 OPS. Very, very good from Eric Haas. Um, you know, very impressive slash line. He's been a pretty solid catcher in his big league time so far. 28-year-old rookie last year, and I think he's just a good backstop, good, solid foundation um, back there. You know, obviously offense doesn't really matter from the off, from the catcher position. You know, kind of, if anything, you might prefer a defensive catcher. But when you have a good catcher, you, you always take that good catcher. So I think Eric Haas is a nice piece for Tigers offense. Maybe not at the helm of the offense, but, you know, maybe somewhere at the back end, uh, he'd be pretty good just to have him in a supporting role. And, yeah, I think Aaron Haas is a pretty solid catcher. Yeah, definitely. 
a great piece. Um, at first base, we have the highly, you know, thought out pro- prospect of Spencer Torkelson. Um, you know, for number one overall pick. Um, when people say, you know, you're gonna really good, now I'm just kind of under, uh, under. Um, I was impressed. I mean, in 368 at bats, he averaged two or three, eight home runs, 28 RBIs, no slow bases, okay, six or four. Um, you know, not not great. Um, you gotta keep in mind though, he was drafted two years ago, so it's kind of hard. It's been a quick journey for him through the minors and up to the majors. And he's 23 years old. He can grow, but what people say, you know, he was going to be this great player, and he really hasn't been. Um, yeah, I think I'm unimpressed. Cause, but yeah, he definitely can get better, and maybe he can turn around and you know be a nice player. Yeah, definitely a lot of potential there. in The number one overall pick uh, back in 2020 draft two years ago. Uh, and now we have Jonathan Scope here at second base, old friend of mine. Remember him as our second baseman for the Baltimore Orioles. Very near and dear to my heart. Um, sadly, was traded. 2018 trade deadline, which was the trade deadline I died. But obviously, I resurrected, and I'm here today. Um, but anyway, back to Jonathan Scope. He had 481 at-bats this year, 202 average, 11 home runs, 38 RPIs, five stolen bases, and a 561 OPS. Not great. Um, definitely not not a great season whatsoever. Um but, you know, he's it, kind of an up-and-down bit of a roller coaster for Jonathan Scope over these last couple of seasons. He's had a lot of productive years, but he's also had some kind of bad years. So kind of a bit of an inconsistent player on a year-to-year basis. Um, but, you know, obviously I have a soft spot in my soft spot in my heart for Jonathan Scope because I remember him in the orange uh, back in the good old days uh, when we were competitive, which we are again, but, um, you know, mid, mid-2010s. But... Uh, Jonathan Scope just not looking that great this year. Kind of, you know, also splitting time between second base and first base position. So, but he is 31 years old. I don't know. Maybe he turns it back around in 2023. Maybe that can do him some good. Uh, also, it doesn't help that he's in a hitter's park or a pitcher's park. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Jonathan Scope has a nice year again. But this year just was not that impressive. Um, now another guy that was... Really not impressive this season. We have Harvey Baez. He was kind of a big signing in the offseason that they made, and everyone thought, oh, this season could be really good. Better watch out for the Tigers. They could make it like a this – this is their year. Like, they actually may not win the World Series, but people thought they are going to be good, make the playoffs. And uh, after years of not not much success, um, he was just not that good. I mean, in 555 at-bats, he averaged 238. 17 home runs, 67 RBIs, nine stolen bases, OPS is 671. I mean, it's all right, but for his standards, um, it's it's underwhelming. It's definitely, I think, his worst season um, so far because this is this is not the high vibes we're we're used to. Um, and hopefully he can you know pick it up. He's still a great fielder, but hopefully he can pick up the bat next season. Um, because the Tigers need him too good. Cause, um, he's definitely like the number one guy right now, and they need him to perform as best he can. Now, uh, the third base position guy that uh, I don't know too much about, but he is ranked in Tigers farm system. Um, or MLB pipeline. Uh, Ryan Kratler, uh, 73 at bats for the Detroit Tigers this year, 
178 average, a homer, six RBIs, no stolen bags, and a 477 OPS. Ryan Cradler, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he has something in the tank uh, for the Tigers. I just don't know too much about this guy. Uh, like I said, he is ranked uh, on the MLB pipeline uh, for the Detroit Tigers in their top 30. He's ranked in the number seven position. Um, you know, and he didn't look that great in the minors this year. Um, you know, kind of just okay uh, overall. Um, I don't, I don't know really what his future is, especially as a 25 year old. Um, but I, I don't know. Man. He's gonna get a shot probably. I, I just don't know too much about this guy, so it's kind of, kind of tough to, to speak. But I don't know. Maybe he turns into a piece for Detroit Tigers. Um, that is yet to be seen. But uh, yeah, that's all there is about Ryan Crayler right now. On our one left field, we have Akil Badu. Akil Badu had a nice, promising season, rookie season in 2021. And uh, this season, he kind of struggled to stay on the field when we were playing in 73 games. And he really, that wasn't, those 73 games, he's not been impressive. Um, he had 201 at bats, averages 204, two home runs, nine RBIs, nine slow bases, OPS of 558. Um, yeah, not great. Uh, but he's still 24 years old. He's still young. He's got potential turnaround. It's a it's a bad season, but you know he's had a good first season, so this could be just a a fluke, and he can get back on track next season. Um, you know, could be a because 24 year old, he's young, like I said. And he's definitely got potential. He's got the talent. He's he put it all together. Now I move on to the center field position here. Riley Green uh, has not, again, hasn't really exactly shown it at the big level for the Detroit Tigers, um, but another very highly touted prospect and a guy with a lot of potential. Uh, Sam draft class is Allie Rushman, the Baltimore Orioles, uh, four picks behind Rushman um, in the draft. He went fifth overall to the Detroit Tigers this year in his first professional season, 376 at-bats. 253 average, five home runs, 42 RBIs, a stolen base, and a 683 OPS. It's not really what you would expect from a former number five overall pick uh, in a very, in a, you know, amazing prospect in the Tigers system. But, uh, you know, the potential is definitely there. He's only 22 years old. Uh, there's a lot to build on for this kid. He has a lot of great tools and, 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 the, and the talent that he has, I think, is probably going to get him on a better track next season and also he has this experience under his belt which I think is also going to help him so I think him and Spencer Horkelson probably the future of the Tigers even though they haven't shown it at the big league level I think those guys will probably get more comfortable as as, as their careers move on um and yeah Riley Green I think is a pretty solid outfield for the short Tigers and I have in right field we have Austin Meadows, another pickup they made in the offseason and last season. Um, we thought this was going to be another piece, another reason why they're going to be good. But he, you know, battled with injuries the entire season, only played 36 games and 128 at-bats in those. He averaged 215 home runs, 11 RBIs, no small bases, OPS to 675. Um, small sample size. He's been good in the past. We know how, what he can do. Uh, but this was just, he couldn't stay on the field and it really hurt the Tigers and um, him because, you know, he couldn't perform like he could. But he's 27 years old. He's in his prime right now. If he's back this, this season, he definitely uh, could, you know, bring some hope in Detroit. He's a great player. 
great player to have for the Tigers. Now move on to the DH spot here. Uh, Kerry Carpenter, um, very young guy, 25 years old, and 105, 103 at-bats at the baby level this year. 252 average, six home runs, 10 RBIs, no stolen bags, and a 795 OPS. Kerry Carpenter is, you know, a prospect that probably not a lot of you baseball fans have heard about, but he is very good. Um, he had an amazing slash line uh, in the minor leagues this year uh, with the Detroit Tigers and flashed some of that potential at the big level. Obviously, you know, there's Miguel Cabrera, uh, and Miguel Cabrera is fantastic, and he's lovable, and, and everyone knows Miggy, um, but, you know, maybe he's kind of ready to step down from – being a an everyday starter um, for the Tigers because he's not really at that level in his career right now. Um, I think Kerry Carpenter is probably going to be the next DH for the Tigers. Uh, I think he's you know got a lot of power from the left hand side of the plate. I think there's a lot to like about this kid, and I think at the DH position you should be very excited. He's going to play some DH. He's going to play some outfield, and I like this kid's future. I think it's a very bright one in Detroit. Now on the rotation, starting off with Casey Mize. Um, Casey Mize, another guy, feels like everyone's team struggles playing in the field. Um, Casey Mize is another one of these guys. We played in two games, um, so really he didn't do much, and that's kind of he's kind of their ace right now. So they need to come back. That's part of the reason why this team fell apart. Um, you know they need him. They need him to to pitch because he's a very good pitcher, as we've seen in the past. Um, he's still 25 years old. He's still young. He still can get better. He's still going to come back this season. So um, he's definitely going to be good for the Tigers. He's a nice pitcher, nice pitcher to have. Uh, another one, number one overall pick. I don't know how many they have, but it's a lot. Uh, so he's a, a good pitcher, but did not play at all. Now uh, we move on to Tariq Scoopball's number two arm for Tigers. Uh in 2022, he started 21 games, 7-8 and eight record. Uh, kind of don't take into account records with these pitchers because, you know, Tigers can't give them any run support with that bad offense. Um, 352, 3.52 ERA, 117 two-thirds innings, 117 strikeouts, and 1.16 whip. Tree Scooball is a very nice piece to have in this tie- for this Tigers rotation. Uh, a lot of great stuff from him. And, of course, he's a left-hander, so... Um, that is fantastic. Um, Tariq Scooball, I think, has a very bright future, and he has the blessing of pitching in Detroit. You know, him and Casey Mize, I think that's probably going to be the top of the rotation um, for the Tigers moving forward. Um, I think Casey Mize had a little little snippet at the big league level this year, but did not look great uh, with the stats. Um, and, you know, he only started two games, 0-1, 5.40 ERA. 10 innings pitch, four strikeouts, and 1.5 whip. Um, you know, him, Tariq Scooball, uh, going to be, you know, that one-two punch moving forward. Small Casey Mize, maybe, you know, Flash doesn't look great. He's hurt and, you know, kind of kill, killed his value this year. But Tariq Scooball was able to pick it up, and I think these are two young, good arms the Tigers have and definitely a solid foundation for the rotation moving forward. I want a third pitcher in this rotation. We have Matt Manning, another young pitcher at 24 years old. This entire pitcher staff is pretty much young. Um, and this guy actually played 
12 games, which is more than most guys, but although he was very good in those 12 games, in those 12 games he had a record of two and three, which is not which really didn't mean anything because Tigers were awful. Um, the ERA 3.43, played in 63 innings, struck out 48 batters with a 1.17. Great stats from him. That's very promising. The three ERA, um, an H24 is very good. Um, this was also second season, so for a second season to have that, that is very promising to the Tigers to also have this young arm. All these young arms, um, I could see this this uh, Tigers pitching staff being very good in the next few years. Um, so I can see all these guys being good, and hopefully they're still in the Tigers, because if they are, they're going to they're gonna be good for this team. Now we have a big region pickup on that the Tigers acquired in the last offseason. Eduardo Rodriguez, he pitched in 17 games this year, 5-5 and record, 4.05 ERA, 91 innings, pitched 72 strikeouts, 1.33 whip. Not great from Eduardo Rodriguez, definitely back end of the rotation type stuff. Um, You know, maybe he kind of thought that he was going to be leading the young guys in the rotation at the top of it. Didn't really wind up that way. Uh, Just not that impressive from him uh, for a guy that, you know, kind of got paid a decent chunk of money to get in there and try and get, get something going in the pitching staff. Um, you know, definitely there's some good stuff there with Eduardo Rodriguez. It's not one of the premier pitchers uh, in the game of baseball. Um, and obviously, you know, he's a former, former friend of ours of, you know, came up through the Orioles system and then was traded the Boston Red Sox system. Uh, and then he had some time with the Red Sox. Um, and then moved on to Detroit in free agency. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, I think, is a good arm to have. He's a, kind of a liable arm if he can stay healthy. Um, but, you know, that's always a concern with players. Uh, I do think Eduardo Rodriguez is a very solid pitcher, though, moving forward for the Tigers. And then they got some control over him on that contract. So it's going to be decent uh, for him to pitch in Detroit, definitely with that blessing of, of the big ballpark. But I think Eduardo Rodriguez, good arm for the Tigers. Uh, yeah, former Red Sox, I know he is. And now we're on the fifth pitcher. We have Tyler Alexander. Tyler Alexander, he was the one pitching for this team. 27 games. Uh, he had an ERA 4.81, 101 point innings, 61 strikeouts with 1.32. Pretty good stats from him. I, know, I mean, I'm... It's okay, stats. He's 20 years old, so he's in the prime right now. I feel like he's just kind of a fill-in spot. Um, he's going to be here forever. Um, but, you know, he's he was one pitching. And they didn't have much pitching. He shouldn't really be on. Shouldn't really be the guy you have. Because everyone else was injured. He had to pitch. And I don't think he should be doing that. Um, but I guess he's a, he's an all right five. I mean, your five's never going to be that good. And he's he's okay at a five-five position. Pitcher. So, Alexander, okay. And we got uh, the bullpen here. Uh, first guy, closer, Gregory Soto. Very, very good arm out of the bullpen for the Tigers. Obviously, if you remember, he made the 2021 All-Star team, and he made it in 2022 as well. So, two-time All-Star here in this closer. 64 games, 2-11 record. Travesty at his rate. Kind of ignore the record because it's Bad. Um, 3.28 ERA, 60 and a third inning, 60 strikeouts and 1.38 whip. 
aside from a, a little bit of an inflated whip and a terrible record, which is because of the bad offense again, that's going to happen when you pitch with the Tigers. Um, you know, Gregory Soto is a very, very good arm um, for the team. I think we got to look at the number of saves he got um, here in this season. Save uh, 30 games out of 33 opportunities, which is very, very solid. And that's a, this is a solid, solid closure right here um, for the Tigers. Maybe, you know, have some trade value moving forward. And at 27 years old, entering his prime, the Tigers can get some pieces back. Maybe they can uh, get Gary Rusoto on the trade block because I think he'd be a lot more successful uh, with another team. So Gregory Soto, love this arm, very underrated. But now you know about him because you're listening to Beyond the Ballpark, the best podcast out there. Now you're going to another pitcher who's actually surprising good. Joe Jimenez had a nice season in 62 games, ERA 3.49, 56.2 innings, 77 strikeouts, and a whip of 1.09. Very good. Strikeout rate for him. He's at least striking a batter per inning. Um, so that's that's good for him. He had a nice season at 27 years old. He had, um, surprising after not great to use in Detroit. He pulled out something that was all right. Um, and I think that's most of this bullpen did because I feel like everyone had a great season. Uh, and he was one of them. Now we have uh, Alex Lang as our number three. But I'll be, we'll get to an honorable mention in a second. Um, Friendo. Uh, 71 games, 7-4 and four record, 3.41 ERA, 63 and a third innings pitched, 82 strikeouts with a 1.23 whip. This guy absolutely crushed it out of the bullpen from the Detroit Tigers. Maybe another guy that gets traded. I mean, they got a lot of guys in this pen that could get traded and, you know, get some serious value back on the bull, on the trade block. Um, Alex Blang, I mean, just so, so good uh, according to the slash line and fantastic arm. I mean, had a lot of strikeouts this year um, out of the bullpen, which is always a great, uh, you know, thing to have. Uh, and Alex Lang is just such a good arm. And, you know, he's just, it's an electric arm out there for the Detroit Tigers. I want to do an honorable mention. Um, we have Jose Sanero. Couldn't really include him because he only played in 28 games and 25 innings. But he did amazing. He had a 1.08 ERA, 23 strikeouts with 1.36. For a 33-year-old, this is a great season for him. Uh, like you said, I just couldn't really include him because he only played in 25 innings. So honorable mention, but still a great pitcher in Jose Sinero. Now I move on to the prospect segment, obviously. Um... And now we got Jackson Job. It's a pretty good system here for the Detroit Tigers. But Jackson Job is at the helm. 20-year-old, he was drafted out of high school uh, in the 2021 draft. Third overall selection by the Detroit Tigers. And, you know, height, he's 6'2", 190. Throws right and bats right. Not that anything's really going to be an issue for this kid. Um, expected time of arrival, 2025, which is, I believe, in two seasons now, which is crazy. Uh, and, you know, now we move on to his stats here. Uh, he was split his time between A ball and high A. Let's look at the overall slash line. Four and five record, 3.84 ERA, 21 games. They were all starts, zero saves, 77 and one, a third inning, 69 hits, 14 home runs, 
30 Ks, 81 strikeouts, 236 average against opponents uh, this year in his first professional season. 1.28 whip. Uh, not too shabby for his first professional season in Major League Baseball, especially coming out of high school. And, you know, obviously not the greatest. We've seen better than this, but also there have been way worse. So, Jackson Joe, very solid first professional season. I think there's a lot going for this kid moving forward. On the scouting grades, he's got a 60 fastball, 55 curveball, 65 slider, 60 changeup, 50 control, and 55 overall. I think this kid's going to develop well in the Detroit Tigers farm system. And once he gets to the bigs, he's going to have the wall. He's going to have the blessing of the Detroit ballpark, America Park. So I think there's a very, very good future for Jackson Job and that incredible slider coming out of high school. I think this is in the next big arm for the Tigers organization. All right, well, the Jersey section. Tigers are an interesting team. They only have two jerseys. The home of away, and by if you watch this podcast before and you've seen this series, we always rank the away jersey last. But here it's a different story. Um, we have the home jersey as number two, and the away jersey is number one. This is because, well, the home jersey it's it's pretty boring. It's just a navy blue and white jersey with a fancy D on it. That's basically all it is. Um, the away jersey it's not great. It's still not a great jersey. I would never buy it, but. It's got some orange in there. It's got Detroit in cursive. It's a, it's okay. Um, overall, I would, these jerseys aren't great. I give them a 3 out of 10 grade. I think they're one of the worst ones in baseball. Uh, they're just boring. Nothing going on with them. And you only have two jerseys, which is that's lame. You got to have more than two. Get, get some alternates in there. Um, but interesting to see if they say you can act. Um, give them another jersey because that hopefully it's good because they need a good jersey. I move on to our favorite players. Uh, for me, I kind of I, I chose two. I like Eric Haas a lot. I think he's a pretty solid, uh, you know, backstop. And obviously, as a catcher, I like catchers a lot. And I think Eric Haas is a pretty solid catcher for the Tigers. And Akil Badu. I, I mean, obviously, amazing name. Yabba Dabba Doo, if you've ever heard that meme before. Uh, and he's from Silver Spring, Maryland, where I am from. So, which is fantastic. I get to say that I'm in the same place as Akil Badu, which I don't really know. That's, you know, something you'd be proud of because he's not the best major league baseball player, but it's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, I mean, there's not a very big pool here to pick from with the uh, with the Tigers, but those two I, I think are standouts on the team and two of my favorite players on the Tigers. My favorite player is uh, also Akil Badu. I don't really like him on the Tigers. I just picked him because um, I kind of knew who he was, and I like his name. It's a fun name, like Patrick said. Um, it's pretty much all the only reason. I don't like anyone else on the team. Uh, he's just got a fun name, Akil Badu. It's interesting. You know, I never met anyone else named Akil Badu. So I think it's, that's pretty much it. And now we move on to the free agent. And this is a free agent I'm very familiar with as an Orioles fan. Uh, Jordan Lyles. We figured that Jordan Lyles was the best fit for the Detroit Tigers. And obviously I saw him firsthand as an Orioles fan. And initially, when the Orioles signed him, I thought, oh, boy, it's going to be one of those years um, for us. We just get this guy who's going to try and eat some innings. Not going to be great. And it's just going to be a disaster. But it was not. For Jordan Miles, he made 32 starts, 12-11 and 11 record, 4.42 ERA, 179 innings, 144 strikeouts, and a 1.39 whip. 
really anchored the Orioles' rotation throughout the entire season, never really missed a start. I think he only missed, like, one. Uh, and for a guy that, you know, wasn't great in Texas, definitely wasn't his best years of his major league career. Uh, he definitely was able to rebound with the balls from the Orioles. I think he's going to play himself in a, a fairly good contract, uh, you know, make a little bit more money than he would have with, you know, entering last last year's free agent class. Orioles did not pick up his club option, so, you know, why he's a free agent? Because they could have paid him $11 million, and, you know, they didn't. And he went into the free agent pool, and now he's going to be looking for a brand new team. I think uh, the Tigers is a great destination. You know, he's going to eat some innings. He's going to be pretty effective overall for the Detroit Tigers. I think he's going to be a pretty uh, noteworthy and, and much-needed anchor in the rotation. He's going to be durable. He's going to make all those starts, and it's just, just going to be helpful for the Tigers, I think. Um, and I just think he'd be a solid pickup if the Tigers went and flagged him down on a one-year deal. I don't think it'd be a bad option at all for Jordan Lyles. And I just think it'd be pretty solid. I think he'd be a pretty solid fit with the Tigers. Yeah, they just, the Tigers really did everything. I believe picks just, you know, the best thing that I think is reasonable. Jordan Lyles, like you said, would be a nice pickup for them. Reasonable. Um, they're not going to sign like Aaron Judge. Very unlikely that Aaron Judge want to go to Detroit and for this team. Um, but Jordan Lyles, yeah, I can definitely see happening. Um, he's a good arm for them and could really help this team win games which is what they need because they were terrible this season so that is it for this episode uh Detroit Tigers feels good to get them out of the way because this is not a very exciting team but uh you know obviously we have to do the team series as we mentioned at the beginning of this episode so if you like this episode consider a follow if you guys enjoy this episode as always we try to provide the best content we can for you guys you guys are a great, great fan base. Um, and, you know, hope everyone had a safe, healthy, and happy Thanksgiving. I know I did. Uh, I was at the beach and watched Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and, you know, had a nice meal with my family. Um, me and my parents, we were together, and it was great. So as long as you have a healthy and happy Thanksgiving, that's really all that matters at the end of the day. Off-season uh, content will continue on the podcast. We'll keep you guys updated on everything. Uh, Mike Clevenger signed with the White Sox. Carlos Santana signed with the Pirates. Those are pretty much the only two moves I can think of so far uh, in terms of, like, you know, signings and everything. I know G-Man Choi got traded to the Pirates. The Pirates got their first baseman in DH. Um, so that's really all that's going on. Once winter meetings, you know, roll in. It's really going to be uh, where the action picks up with free agents and where they're going to land and everything. So stay tuned for that. It's going to happen first week of December. So, yeah, thank you guys for listening. As always, Brendan, anything you want to say before we head out? Um, yeah, it's definitely going to be a better offseason than last season because obviously lockout. Like I said, it's going to be good, good offseason. Hopefully we see some big moves happen. I'm still waiting on the Aaron Judge. See what happens to him. It's going to be very interesting when he goes. Um, that, that's pretty much it. Closing on the holidays soon, so that's good to see, but yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Christmas season right around the corner here. Uh, next episode will be into the Christmas season. Um, this, this is the second, second full year of Beyond the Ballpark. I remember starting this podcast back in 2020, and you know, it, was, it was quite a ride. So it's quite a, quite a journey to get here uh, to this point. 
and we thank you all for being along, for standing beside us on that journey. Thank you all so much for your support and everything you guys do for us. But yeah, that's all. That's all there is to the episode. Merchandise in the description, as always. And uh, yeah, with that, we will see you next time.